Dear fellow redeemed, what makes a person blessed? We may think of someone as blessed if they enjoy good fortune, are free from physical pain or other adversity. When do we consider ourselves blessed? When we escape danger from tornadoes while others suffer damage, or we hear of those facing serious illness and we ourselves are healthy, we may count our blessings or use the hashtag blessed on our social media. Psalm 1 describes a person who is blessed, but the blessedness here is spiritual, a gift from God. This blessedness does not depend on our outward circumstances. What is the reason for this blessedness? It is the joy of being right with God, of possessing his favor and basking in the sunshine of his grace. As a result of being right with God, Psalm 1 describes how believers are blessed in their associations, in their endeavors, and in the day of judgment. Blessed are they in their associations. Does it matter with whom we spend our time? with whom we surround ourselves? Consider how much we are influenced by the attitudes, words, and examples of others. So easily we forget God's will and commands in the face of pressure from others as we're told everyone's doing it. Our text warns us not to be misled by the companionship of evildoers. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Not only, only does the blessed man not follow and walk according to the, the advice of the wicked, but he does not stand in the path of sinners. To stand here means to take your stand, to station yourself. We think of Martin Luther's famous words, Here I stand, as he took his stand before the rulers and church leaders at his time, as he stood on the truth of God's word. Where do you take your stand? We are also warned not to sit in the seat of the scornful. The scornful are mockers, those who make fun of that which is holy and divine, who ridicule the Christian faith, who defiantly reject God and his law. With whom do you associate? To whom do you listen? Confess to God all the times that you followed the advice of unbelievers and join them in doing those things that are against God's commandments. And then receive the full and free forgiveness of Christ, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. Covered by his perfect life through faith, and by the power of his Holy Spirit, seek the counsel and guidance of God's word, that you may walk in the light of God's truth. Secondly, blessed are they in their endeavors. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. What do you delight in? What gives you great joy? You might have a favorite pastime, such as reading or fishing. How about God's law? 
especially to those who were brought up Lutheran. Delighting in God's law sounds odd, since we know that God's law is the part of God's word that points out our sin and drives us to despair. Yet the word for law here is Torah. Torah means instruction, and that includes both law and gospel. While we are driven to despair of ourselves, seeing our faults in the mirror of God's law, we are given great reason to rejoice in the gospel. Though we have failed to obey the requirements of God's law, we have a Savior, Jesus, who has fulfilled it for us. And that is good news. To those of us who are blessed by God, the word has become our delight because it meets our deepest needs. We will want to meditate on his law day and night. This is more than just listening in church one hour on Sunday morning, or even going to chapel on a regular basis. This is making use of God's word in your daily life, taking time in the morning, evening, or other times during the day to read portions of the Bible and pray. To help with this, some local congregations offer booklets called meditations that apply God's word of law and gospel to our daily lives in a brief message. As we continue in God's word, we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Trees in the Middle East often need to be planted next to a man-made irrigation channel in order to become green and fruitful. This is a picture of our planting by the Lord. We were grafted into Christ, the true vine, in holy baptism. There he washed us with water and his word. And he continues to give us spiritual life by bringing his forgiveness to us by his means of grace, the gospel and word and sacrament. Watered by the means of grace, our faith produces good works the fruits of faith. By faith we will be like a tree that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither. As those whom God has given his full and free forgiveness, we serve the needs of our neighbor according to God's commandments. As we delight in God's word and the Holy Spirit produces the fruits of faith in our lives, we are promised and whatever he does shall prosper. God promises to work all things for our eternal good, while whether we outwardly appear to be prospering or not. As we are told in Romans, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. By contrast, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. In ancient times, threshing or winnowing was done by tossing grain into the air with a winnowing fork. The wind then blew away the straw and the chaff. 
that which was useless, leaving behind the grain at the winnower's feet. This is a picture of what will happen on the day of judgment. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. In this life, there are both believers and unbelievers in the visible church, those outwardly assembled around God's word. Only God can read our hearts and know who true believers are. But on the last day, those who are believers and those who are unbelievers will be revealed publicly. Jesus says that on the day of judgment, all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And these the wicked will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. If we are saved, it is by God's grace alone through faith in Christ. If we are condemned, it is our own fault due to sinful unbelief. Our text concludes, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord takes notice of, acknowledges the way of the righteous. The righteous are those who are justified, are declared righteous in Christ. Those who are justified by faith are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. And God credits us with Jesus' perfect life. And so we are known by Christ who tells us, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and am known by my own. The Lord watches over and guards believers all the days of our lives with his tender loving care. He promises in Psalm 37, the Lord knows the ways of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. Who is the blessed man? The words of our text today find their fulfillment in Jesus Christ the sinless Son of Man, who came to establish, per, establish perfect righteousness for us. Only in Christ and by his power are we declared righteous and blessed in God's sight and desire to live a God-pleasing life. God grant to each of us his grace that it may be said of us also, blessed are they in our associations, in our endeavors, and in the day of judgment, amen.